NASA Edge with Kristen Blair. An inside and outside look at all things NASA. Hey, we're right here at the Second Space Exploration Conference right here in Houston, Texas. Yes, and Franklin is here too, not at the conference, but here in town on assignment. And uh, this is a great time because we have a lot of cool exhibits behind us. It's good. It's great out there. I mean, I, I, we're going to take, obvi obviously, the audience out through the exhibit area, right. but it's some fascinating stuff. I can't wait to get my hands on all these cool devices and gadgets well, and everything. We'll, we'll be careful. This is an exhibit. There's a lot of cool models. There's a lot of cool hardware, but keep your hands off. Oh, well, I'm telling you, man. You I'm never Mr. know Technology. what you can do. I can handle it. I'll be good. Okay, I'll be we'll, good. We'll, we'll see. We'll make okay. sure. And uh, we're going to be interviewing some people. Sure. We've, oh, yeah, all kinds of people. I see astronaut suits. I see robots out there. I see Exhibits. Uh, it's uh, great. models, some cool videos out there. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we get a chance. Let's go around, yeah, and I've, we're going to talk to some people. Oh, I'm lining up people left and right as we speak. People are waiting to be interviewed by me. I've, I've done my, my the, the groundwork. I'm a geek about so, space stuff. It's going to be exciting. Well, you know, you're a good interviewer? Absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean, sure. Why not? Well, I I, th I think you're just about as good as interviewing as you are as a scratch golfer. So nice. uh, let's have nice. a little, we, maybe have, we have a little friendly wager. <laughs> okay. And what we'll do is we're gonna go out and the NASA we're gonna, Edge Skins game. Yes, we're okay. gonna we're gonna go out and interview some uh, engineers and managers sure. uh, about their exhibit. Talk about the exhibits what and what they, they do. What, what they do and with uh, the new NASA vision. Especially when we look at the new lunar architecture. Ab we're going back to the moon, 2018. Permanent outpost. Permanent outpost. So Very excited. Yeah, about lunar outpost. Sure. And so uh, we'll, we'll have a little wager. We're gonna go out and let's see who. How many, how many quality interviews you can get? Because I what I want you to do is I want you to become more, from instead of the outside, I want you to come more inside. Oh, well, thank you, Chris. And see if you can time. learn about the vision Absolutely. for space exploration. I'll know the vision by the time we're done, and I'll have more interviews than you will. That's the bet. Right. Okay. okay. So let's go ahead and do that. And okay. then... Uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, good news. Got to remember to tell everybody we are also announcing the winners of for... The, of the uh, NASA's uh, 21st Century Explorer podcast cool competition. Podcast. We're going to be announcing the uh, first, second, and third place winners. Perfect. Which the people who are attending this conference are actually the final judges. Yeah, with the little keypads. Little they get key to vote right in it's the It's like little Nintendo keypads. It's, it's all... Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that. Right. I'm distracted. <laughs> right. Just, I'll have to... Yeah. Okay. And, and then also, too, uh, the People's Choice Award for people around the country. This right. is today, the last day of the vote. The, so and tablet those scores at the end of the day. Yeah, and, and get ready for interview. And this is NASA Edge. Uh, an inside and outside look at all things NASA. Okay, let's Plus, I gotta brush my teeth. Okay, I'll say, I'll say that. I'm Chris. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Blair with NASA Edge, and we're here with Chris. Uh, we're, uh, uh, sorry, sorry about that. You're, you're, you look just like Chris. Chris, I do. Yeah, okay. I do. We will. All right. We're here with Dan and Jimmy with the Rehuman Research Program. And guys, uh, what do you have behind us? Uh, well, what, what we have here is a lightweight trauma module, and uh, basically what that means is it's uh, monitored a lot of things that you would normally see in a hospital. So say, for instance, you go to a hospital and uh, you'd have all these different pieces of equipment that would be monitoring a patient. Well, we've, we've combined all those different pieces of, pieces of equipment into one box. Could this possibly be used uh, on, on the moon when we eventually go back in 2018? Definitely. It's, uh, that's the whole idea behind it is to take, you know, be able to use this not just on the moon, but also ISS, anywhere that medicine would be required uh, for astronauts as we start moving away from Earth.
this is the actual uh, suits that they're actually going to wear, like I said, for launch and entry. And it's actually really important during uh, an egress situation. The suit's actually designed to uh, pressurize or inflate okay. to keep the, uh, the, the crew members or the astronauts alive uh, during uh, uh, high altitudes. This is a suit that they wear on launch and re-entry. Okay. And launch and re-entry. On top of the suit, they're actually going to wear their, uh, their parachute harness. Okay. And um, it attaches uh, on these connectors here to their parachute. So when they get out, it's, uh, it's already attached. Now, how does this work in space? Uh, actually, when they get out, they're not going to be in space. They're just going to be at high altitudes. Okay. Uh, so this is only for egress purposes or emergency escape. Absolutely. Well, uh, how did you get involved in, uh, with, with USA? I uh, actually, I was uh, five years in the military. I was in the Air Force. Oh, wonderful. And I actually worked pressure suits uh, in the Air Force, and so that was just kind of a neat transition and an easy transition to go into NASA or United Space Alliance. Now, would you ever want to become an astronaut? Uh, I would like to, but uh, a lot of education's involved, and so we'll see. Oh, wonderful. We'll, see what well Carlson, I want to thank you for, uh, for helping us out, and I want to thank you for serving our country. Blair Allen from NASA Edge. Hi. I, I'm checking out this suit. This is incredible. What can you tell me about uh, this? Is this the latest space suit you have? This is our this is our latest uh, lunar prototype suit. It's a walking suit designed to be very lightweight, be modular in design, and it has a, a rear entry door, and that's how you enter. You jump in from the back. Now, how many people would it take to get someone fully outfitted and 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 ready to go out on the town in one of your spacesuits? Now, interestingly enough, the waste entry is a little bit more cumbersome. It normally takes two to three people, a rear entry door. We've actually demonstrated the ability to do it on your own. Jump in, close the door behind you, lock, and uh, go ahead and pressurize. Now we're talking about going back to the moon. So is this one of those suits that you could actually use to do all your work, uh, everything on the moon? Absolutely. We have, uh, we've designed this system to be very lightweight, be very mobile. So there's not a whole lot that you can't do with this suit that you can't do outside a space suit. Now what's this uh, garment here behind there? Uh, what this is, this is actually the current liquid cooling garment uh, that is used in the current space suit that's used to build space station and, and fly in the space shuttle. Um, and it has about 300 feet of tubing and water is circulated through it to keep your body temperature regulated. That is the most happening set of PJs I've ever seen, I've got to tell you. Uh, it, it definitely is a, is a necessity inside the suit to keep uh, your temperature regulated. Now, now be honest with me, when you guys are around the lab, do you ever just put those on for just fun and comfort? <laughs> sure, actually, it is quite comfortable. Is there any way possible, and being completely honest with me, do I have a shot? Can I ride on Orion? Hey, you doing with the microphone? Well, I'm getting ready for an interview. Well, I'm, I'm still doing some interviews. I tell you what, let's go to Franklin, and then we'll do rock, paper, scissors, and whoever honestly wins that gets the next interview. All right, good. All right, You're okay. watching NASA Edge. Yes, and uh, Franklin, who's not here with us at the convention, is here in Houston. So, Franklin, how are you doing? Thanks, Blair. I'm here in front of the Space Exploration Trailer, which is in front of Space Center Houston, which is beside the Johnson Space Center. And we're here to do another ESA. So citizens of Houston, we have liftoff. What is NASA's mission? I'm going to let him answer. He's the Discovery Channel watch. The vision for space exploration is to go to return to the moon and go to Mars and also beyond and to finish the International Space Station and safe return to flight, which we've already done. Let me ask you one thing. 
Did I ask you about the vision or the mission? Well, NASA's mission is to uh, learn about space. Uh, space exploration? <laughs> to explore space, like the Star Trek theme song? Go where no man has gone before. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. What is the name of the Earth's moon? The name of the Earth's moon? Just the moon? Moon! <laughs> that will be the moon. Is that a trick question or is it just moon? The moon? I have to agree with him on that. I could be wrong. <laughs> Good job. Or the Roman or... Okay. Okay, that's fine. We'll go. We'll stick with Luna then. So I just call it Lunar. I'm not sure exactly what the actual name is of it. Luna? I have no idea. Who was the first person to travel at the speed of light? Ooh, that's a good one. I don't know. Is it Armstrong? Oh, you're thinking about Neil Armstrong then. Not the first person out on the moon. First person to travel at the speed of light. John Glenn? It starts with a Y. So maybe not Chuck Yeager? Or... Oh, I see him on TV all the time. And he's, uh, he r drives race cars. Mmm, I wouldn't know that one. I'm sorry. No. Erica does not know the first person to travel at the speed of light. Good, because no one has ever traveled at the speed of light. <laughs> That's a trick question. Daddy did good, babies. <laughs> no one. Because to do it according to uh, Einstein, you would go back in time, wouldn't you? No person has yet done that. Speed of light we haven't done yet. Theory of relativity, wouldn't you go back if you traveled uh, the speed of light, you would go back in time? I'm I, I majored in liberal arts. Are we talking about metaphysically or are we talking about physically? I think it was God, me if you ask me. <laughs> if you travel at or beyond the speed of uh, uh, light, you say? Again, one, two, three. <clears throat> oh! Thank you. Hey. I will give it to you right back. Right. Hey, let's see if uh, where I can get an interview with uh, Heather Paul. Hey, Heather, how you doing? Hi, what's Long up? time to see. Good to see you. Hey, could you uh, just interview us for a couple minutes on NASA Edge? Sure. Why oh, not? wonderful. How's the conference going? It's going awesome. So, what are you here for? I was here to do a spacesuit demonstration. Oh, do you, do you got your suit with you? I do, but I had to pack it and put it in the car. Jeez. Oh, so, what's the what's going on with the latest uh, spacesuit technology? Well, we have a lot of things going on. We're looking at the spacesuit garment itself in terms of material layers. We're looking at all the different parts of the backpack that keep our astronauts alive when they're walking in space. Um, we're looking at boots and gloves, helmets, pretty much everything that you see on the spacesuit right now. We're investigating new new methods on how to make it better. So, have you come up with the uh, the next generation underoos? You know, that is my next task, and in fact, that's what I need to get back for today. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Well, maybe we can uh, interview you sometime back at the office and uh, learn more about spacesuit technology. Sounds good. You know, you may have to model the spacesuit underoos for the camera and for the audience. Maybe we'll get Blair, my goofy sidekick, <laughs> to do that. How about that? Sounds good. I hey. think that's fair. Hey, have a great day. All right, All thanks. Right, thank you. Right behind me is a possible lunar habitat uh, that's uh, cylindrical in shape. Uh, 
Oh, we have our co-host coming over here. Hey, boy. Have you seen uh, NASA's new Portageon? Hey, we're with Steve Cook here. How you doing, Steve? Hey, I'm doing great. But you know, there's this little short redhead guy running around, same kind of shirt. Will you tell him to keep his hands off my model? Uh, I'll make sure I do that. Right. I, I apologize Good. about that. Right. No problem. No problem. So what do we got here? Hey, we've got a model of the Ares One. This is our new crew launch vehicle that we're developing right now in NASA. Sure. This is a cutaway view. Uh, the Ares One is going to be 320 feet tall. Okay. All right. And this is lying here on its side. Obviously, it'd be vertical for flight. Right. Uh, it's based. The first stage is based on the current shuttle solid rocket booster, the two big white boosters on the side, except it has an extra fifth segment in the middle, but it uses a solid propulsion okay. uh, type vehicle, okay? And you have a recovery system, parachute in the, uh, in the, in the forward end, so we can recover this okay. after the second flight. And then the, we have an upper stage, which is powered by liquid hydrogen and liquid okay. oxygen. And the engine is a derivative of the old Saturn Apollo J2 called the J2X, okay. about 280,000 pounds of thrust, all right? And it powers and takes the Orion spacecraft to, uh, to low Earth orbit. And so that is the first piece of our overall Ares family, Ares 1 and Ares 5. Now, are we going to have another vehicle that will take some hardware to the moon eventually when we go there? Yeah, this along with its partner, Ares 5, which is the very large cargo launch vehicle, okay. which can launch about six times what this vehicle can oh, do, wonderful. will work together in tandem. It'll take the cargo up, whereas this takes the crew up. Oh, great. Well, I want to thank you very much, Steve, for your time. We appreciate it. And you're watching NASA Edge uh, with Kristen Blair, an inside and outside look at all things NASA. And this announcement has been approved by Steve Cook. You ready? Okay, all right. One, two, three. <clears throat> ah. One, two, three. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Hey, I, I'm Blair Allen from NASA Edge. This is a really cool-looking booth here. Um, is this some sort of tanning booth situation here? What's What do we got here? Well, yes, Blair, it is. It, it's to tan your, to make your complexion much brighter. It's, Does this look good? Yeah, it is. It's, you've got this blue. Does this look good? Case. I know. You test this one. Oh, that uh, was the best. Oh, then I, hey, well, let's do the interview right here. <laughs> We're here with NASA Edge. Yes, I, I need to ask you a few questions. Can you tell us what NASA's vision is? NASA's vision is to go to the moon, Mars, and beyond. We're trying to, we've captured the flight. Okay, I have to interrupt you, okay? See, because from now on, the, my new pitch is that it's, we're going to the moon, Mars, and beyond. See, that way we emphasize moon until we get there, and then it's the moon, Mars, and then beyond. Okay, all right? You don't have to do that, really. I'm just... <laughs> all, right. all right, all right, let's start again. Okay, I'm Blair with NASA Edge, and we're talking to Christina. And uh, can you tell us what the vision for NASA is? We're going back to the moon, Mars, and beyond. Perfect. See, that's perfect. Yes, we're taking a look at the old uh, uh, limb model here. This was the original model used to land on the moon. Hey, wouldn't this be cool to get this to Franklin for his Ken and Barbie uh, camper set? Yeah, we yeah he'd love that. Especially uh, we have an extra module for all the Barbie shoes because he's got all those too. Okay, so what you're saying is when I get back to the studio and I start to do some more work with Chris, I should light him in blue light because he's very Does he make you go he's to sleep? no he's lazy. He doesn't he doesn't work real hard. He's difficult. So if we use that, maybe it'll bring I his think energy it'll jazz up. Him up. It'll definitely jazz him up. Okay. Yeah. Then uh, can uh, we order some of your blue light for our studio? Not yet. But, but know, soon. Put, I can put you in touch with Dr. Seisler and Brainerd, and maybe they can... Uh... Uh, well, I will have to get in touch with them. This is perfect. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. And again, you're with... I'm with the National Space Biomedical Research Institute, and we have a cooperative agreement with NASA, so we are NASA partners. We love cooperation. Yeah.
And, and well, we're going to take a lot of cooperation to get everybody to the moon and Mars. That's right. And, and as NASA EDGE members, we definitely want to co cooperate with you and everybody well, else. You know, you're our favorite, uh, our favorite NASA show. And, you know, I mean, we like you a little even better, a little, a little better than Chris, but... But that's great. That's, that's cooperation. Yeah. I'd like to thank the Academy for your consideration, support over the last few years and getting our show up and running. We plan to give you many more episodes, humorous, entertaining, and insightful look at all things NASA. And, um, you know, look at my co-host. Uh, he's a valuable member of the team. Please consider him in the future. Uh, but again, I'd like to thank you and everyone else for your continued Unending support. Thank you. Kathy. Hey, Chris. Hey. Thanks a lot for making Blair feel special. Well, uh, you know, I know he needs it. So, you know, he's yeah. actually the one who needs the blue light, you know, not me. Yes, I know. I appreciate that. Anything you do to, you know, boost his esteem. Thank so. you. I'll, I'll call you later. Right. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. And here with uh, Chris. And Chris, who's your buddy here? This is uh, Robonaut. We've, uh, it's a space robot. We're designed to do the kinds of things in, in orbit and on the planetary surface that an astronaut might do uh, without the risk of putting a human in harm's way. Now I notice he has sort of like a body here plus with wheels, is it? Excuse me. Can we get security over here? Okay. Yeah. What was the question? Oh, the question was, uh, I noticed he has, he's sort of like a moon buggy with a, with a robot. This is a, a recent, and actually Centaur is the name of the configuration that we have here. Um, the, the, the base that we've got, that we got on here is a recent addition. We added this summer and took it out to Arizona to do a field test. Now, is this an autonomous robot? Is this being controlled by someone from another place, or is there... Right now, it's being controlled by uh, Mike Goza over here in the headset and, uh, and gloves. Now, where, what are his capabilities with his hands? I know he's moving here, and he's, he's pretty dexterous with his fingers. What's his capability? Uh, the, the hand has 12 degrees of freedom, um, which means it can move 12 different individual ways. Now, uh, now we're going back to the moon around 2018, and th those four lucky astronauts are going to be going there. They're going to be developing lunar colonies and lunar outposts. And it, would Robonaut be a type of uh, robot that could be used on the lunar surface? Absolutely. We, we would love to have a Robonaut up there with them, uh, helping them out, doing the kinds of things that, that they don't want to do or that, you know, to, to give an extra set of hands. Right. No, Blair, looks kind of like Ultraman, doesn't he? Remember Ultraman? No. Oh, yeah. Wrong time. Uh, very impressive, Chris, but, you know, I, I, I thought they would be a little bit bigger than this. You know, my goofy sidekick could fit in one of these. Honey, they shrunk the astronauts. Yes, and we're here with Julie looking at Athlete, and she's going to tell us all about it. What can you tell us? Well, Athlete is an all-purpose utility robot for the moon. It carries, it drills, it scoops, it picks stuff up, it sets stuff down, it carries stuff around. It does whatever you need it to do. Oh, well, that sounds like perfect for me because I can't do any of those things well. <laughs> Athlete, I see, is an acronym? It is. It stands for All-Terrain Hex-Limbed Extraterrestrial Explorer. I thought it was just because it was athletic. That's why we like the acronym. Oh, perfect, you know, because it perfect. kind of gives the idea that Athlete can do a lot of different things well, and it really is very multifunctional. Oh, okay, folks, what we have here is Julie carefully working with athlete she is going to use one of its dexterous arms not as dexterous as robonaut not to be confused but she is going to attempt to pick up the moon be careful not to grab the shackleton crater that's where we're hoping to establish a permanent outpost on mars i mean on the moon sorry thank you i appreciate that but be careful it is our one and only moon luna just for the record that's right we do have contact Mission control. We've touched the moon. Okay, folks, this is a big moment. Stand by. I feel like I'm at a golf tournament. Oh, we have liftoff. Oh, wow, that's great. 
very impressive. Check it out, Chris is doing a Q&A with the astronauts and some kids from local schools, but that's not gonna count toward our uh, interview competition. Take a look. Why is there no air in space? Why is there no air in space? So if you drop something, you don't want to find it. Hey, Chris. Hey, so Blair, have you learned uh, what NASA's vision for space exploration is? Oh, yeah, yeah, I've got it now, dude. You want to hear it? Yeah, sure. Oh, well. See what you learned. As we all know, the vision for space exploration calls for humans to return to the moon, paving the way for eventual journeys to Mars and beyond. The fundamental goal, remember, of this vision is to advance the U.S. scientific security and economic and decisions about the desti other destinations for human exploration. And finally, course, we want to promote international and commercial participation and exploration to advance U.S. scientific, security, and economic interests. It's really quite simple. I gotta tell you, Blair, that's pretty good that you talked as if you were on the inside of NASA. Well, you know, I want to be on the inside like you. Hey, we're back on NASA Edge. Uh, an inside and outside look at all things NASA. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm exhausted. Uh, my feet hurt. What a wonderful two days. It's uh, been great, though. It really has, really has. Had some great interviews. Yes. And, and I, and I got to tell you, uh, I was impressed. I struggled. I, I got to be honest, it was more challenging than I, I need media training. I need to go to interview school or well, something. Well, I really liked your interview with the athlete and with, and that with, was the, fun. with the suit, the that new was suit fun. from ILC yes. Dover. Yes. So uh, I did get some things done, yes. Well, I... I don't know how you got rejected by Heather in the interview. Um, I, I, it was like getting a prom date. It was terrible. I had flashbacks. But I had to, I had to you know, concede and, and say, look, you, know, you did a great job. Oh, thanks. I'll let you win the bet this time. Uh, uh, you, you did a great job. You actually learned a little bit about the vision for space exploration. Even some. though you kind of played a joke okay. on me and, yeah, and yeah. Uh, read off the board. I'm still working on it. I'm still but, working but on it. But you, that, means you're, that means you want to be on the inside. Yes, I do want to be on the inside. It's very important And to me. someone told me, I think I saw... Uh, Steve Cook, uh, you oh, know, don't yeah. some redhead was going around touching yeah. the rocket. I'm assuming it's you. Some guy grabbed me. I thought it was Thomas uh, back at the the center, and no, it was this guy Dale from uh, Marshall, and he he jacked me. Uh, I didn't touch another model after that. Trust me, it, oh, was, well, it was deadly. That's good. I'm hope I'm glad you listened to him. Security yeah. is great here at the Second Space Exploration <laughs> Conference. <laughs> but you know, we're, before we sign off, we're we're gonna go upstairs. Oh yeah, and uh, we're gonna check out podcast the re results of the podcast winners, and then we'll announce that. Uh, a little bit later. Perfect. But we're going to sign off here from our uh, desk in uh, the Second Space Exploration uh, Conference. And next year, hopefully, we'll be in Long uh, Beach, California. Uh, yeah, Long Beach, which would be great. I'll and, have to bring suntan lotion. And hopefully, by then, you will be completely on the inside. I will be. I will have the vision down solid. No problem. Well, thank you for uh, joining us on this episode of NASA Edge, uh, and we'll see you uh, pretty soon. Yeah, an inside and outside look. Well, let me amend that. An almost inside and inside look at all oh, things NASA, NASA. Hey, at least for today. Have a great day. Victoria and uh, Debbie and Derek, who you see Derek running around trying to keep everything running smoothly. Thank uh, also the team on our, our NASA side. So as a team, they've done a tremendous job. Let's have a big round of applause for everybody who's brought off this, this tremendous conference.
benefit your life in the future. You know the drill, call back in the next 60 seconds to win a new computer. Hey Jack, this is... Will space exploration benefit your life in the future? In a word, discovery. We have so many questions we need answered. Then we better find a way... Hi, I'm Jordan Urbeck. Some people question whether space travel is really necessary, yet I don't know anyone who would want high-quality medical care for their families. Wilson Sporting & Company wanted to make the best golf ball surface. The best golf ball surface would make the ball's flight more accurate and longer. To go where no person has gone before. This is how NASA will benefit us. The future. And we're back with NASA Edge. An inside and outside look at all things NASA. You know, it's great to be back in the studio and watch all the podcast winners over and over again. I never oh, get awesome, tired of this awesome stuff. Awesome job. It's great they, stuff. did a phenomenal job. Yeah, and in fact, as a special, we have online Victor, who won the People's Choice Award right. and also first Correct. place in the video category for 15 to 18-year-olds. Hey, congratulations, Victor. Yes, job well congratulations. Done. Awesome job. Thank you very much. I had a real good time making it. Well, we were, I tell you, it was great to be down in Houston and actually see them present your uh, podcast on the big screen and uh, just to see the votes and find out that you won. You did an excellent job. And as the uh, first time for the competition, he's a double winner. Yeah, People's double Choice winner. and first place in 15, 18 videos. In fact, setting the bar quite high. It's going to be very difficult for people to meet, meet your standards. Hey, hey Victor, uh, i got a question for you. Um, how did you hear about the uh, 21st Century Explorer podcast competition? Oh, I actually heard about it from uh, my mom. She sent me this email one day, and I really didn't know what it was. It had a bunch of stuff about NASA, and she knew that uh, I was interested in the engineering program and aeronautical science and everything. And I scrolled down, and um, I saw a section about video. And she also knows that uh, you know I'm in, RM, I'm in a radio television class at my high school. Oh, wonderful. And you showed it in your podcast because it was very yeah. well done. Yeah, I mean, I just saw the link there, and I went ahead and uh, clicked on it, and I saw it and made my video, and it was it was a lot of fun. Do you do your own podcast regularly, or was this a brand new thing for you, or do you do you do this kind of thing all the time? Um, what I usually do is uh, at school, like I said, I was in a radio television thing, and we actually put together a month a monthly newscast uh, out, and we're responsible for one story every month. And so I do one newscast story every single month, and uh, every time I do that, I try and post it up on my website, and through there. Um, using iWeb on my computer. Well, hopefully you'll enter next year's the second annual uh, 21st Century Explorer podcast competition, which will be uh, better than ever. Right, and there'll be different questions. Can't submit your uh, entry this year. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, just get your uh, gear ready, and uh, we'll be you'll be hearing more about it in the future, obviously. Right. But, yeah, tell your friends. It'll be a great competition. Mm -hmm. and, and, again, we just want to say con congratulations. Job and just, well done. You did a fabulous job, and we look forward to seeing you sometime when we come down to Houston. I uh, do, too. Hey, and have a great school year, and uh, we'll, we'll keep in touch. Well, thank you very much. I enjoyed being on the show. Thanks, Victor. All right, you know, have a great day. It's just great to, to have a conversation with a kid so young and so th enthusiastic about, you know, NASA and all this technology, and he really put it all together, brought it up for a nice product. And I even thought that uh, if you ever, if, God forbid, if you ever were sick, I just might call Victor and see <laughs> no. if he could fill in for, for you as a co-host of the yeah, NASA now, Edge. That's crazy talk. Yeah, well, we, we'll have to see. We'll, yeah. we'll go down there and uh, maybe do a little I, interview with him. I, I'm sure Victor would understand and, you know, not, not try to usurp me in, in, in any way in, <laughs> in my uh, tentative position in the show. Well, we've come to a close for another NASA Edge show. Yep, and we want to thank uh, not only Victor, but all the people that 
uh, join in the competition, send in their entries and participated. It was great. And uh, just look forward to the competition next year. Absolutely. And I uh, just want to let our audience know that uh, if you ever see a redhead coming into your facility, <laughs> don't let them touch your models because they just might be destroyed. You know, I'll never live that down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're watching NASA Edge. An inside and outside look of all things. Uh, <laughs> Golly, how do I blow the line? That's sad. That's terrible. An inside and outside look at all things NASA. Have a great day. Yep. Bye.